Episode 133 of the American Entrepreneur Podcast. The Spirit World and Emergent Intelligence. This is going to show you how to see far beyond the average patterns of your immediate perception of the environment so that you can make better decisions and avoid worse outcomes. And it's going to be interesting. We're talking about parasites. Mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, anything from bugs to mental ailments to spiritual ailments. Now, this was sparked from a picture. The picture was, so you have this crowd of people and they're in the, like a crowd on a stage and then there's people on a stage and the people on the stage are holding strings and those strings are making those people do whatever it is they're doing puppet and puppet master deal so you have this picture where there's this black and white there's people in a crowd kind of like at a concert there's three to four people in suits on a stage holding the strings and above those people is baphomet what it seems to be or satan or or lucifer something that gives a demonic it, it looks like a winged demon holding the strings of the people in the suits, on the stage. And so in this picture, you have this hierarchy where the people are attached to strings and the crowd being controlled by the people in the suits on the stage. And then those people are controlled by the strings of demonic possession. And for a long period of time, I didn't understand these concepts. I had an immediate perception. I wasn't willing to have a perspective. It's only when I reached a certain capacity of suffering in life that I was even willing or drawn towards religious concepts. Until I had reached the threshold of suffering, this stuff was just weird to me. It was weird. It didn't make sense. I don't know why people would do it. And I felt that it was hogwash, a bunch of fucking nonsense, randomly created by fucking people's hopes and dreams or whatever, or fears and worst nightmares or whatever. To some degree... I was true, however, it was not that black and white. My perspective was true, but it was not equal. Meaning every truth is only a truth to a degree. And to what degree is how true that truth is. So to some degree, it is a human projection. It is our worst fears and nightmares. But that was only half of the truth. Now, you look in anywhere else in the planet, you want to understand human beings, you need to understand life in general. And in biology and life in general, there's a concept called emergent intelligence. Have you heard of this? Emergent intelligence is where the pieces that work together in the environment create a new piece or new dynamic that exists above the immediate cause and effect dynamics of the system. Meaning when one plus one stops being two. I know that sounds weird. But what it means 
is that three heads are better than one, but three heads is not one head happening three times. Those three heads produce more results than just three individuals. And so there's emergent intelligence, meaning three people might have the force of what you assume to be ten people. One person always has the force of one person. When you put them together, three people can have the force of 30 people. And so that's kind of making it dumb simple, the idea of emergent intelligence. It's so fucking cool. God, it's so fucking cool. You take these pieces, put them together, and they produce a new piece that could have never been seen before. A new piece that is a a new variable. Not, Not known to be in the system. And it is emergent. And so we see this in ecosystems. We see this in the way species work together. We see this in the way that... I guess that's really it in general. As a system. As an ecosystem. We see how all of these things... Tend to work together now... Back to the demonic possession of the crowd picture. Often when people are doing something, there becomes a pattern above the thing that they're doing. And you ask if they're creating the pattern, or the pattern is creating them. And that's when the demonic possession things comes into play. At what level are all of you people just working off of negativity instead of being individuals making autonomous decisions. And so when it comes back to the fact that we only view the world from our perceptions, what energy has to exist for our perceptions to be immediately manipulated into negativity? What event, what emergent intelligence, what overarching theme of anthropological behavior... What are the overarching themes of human beings and groups of people and their behaviors? What are the overall pictures? And so we begin to create things like religions, like gods, like demons, like Lucifer and and concepts to explain the collective projection of our psyche. It's a collective perspective of the human psyche. So you do have to ask yourself sooner or later, when we created these gods, it was people putting their values, attributing their values to a symbol, condensing their values and contributing them to a a meta symbol, which could give birth to all of the minor details of that entity behavior or dynamic of the game, so to speak. You see the whole universe as one big vacuum with millions of realities and vacuums within that vacuum. Vacuums within vacuums within vacuums. Dynamics within dynamics. Themes and the topology tied to it 
would lead me to believe that the concept of demons and the concept of angels are nothing more than psychological, psychic if you will, I don't really like the word because it implies psychological emergent intelligence is what religion is. Psychological emergent intelligence. And so when I see this picture, what I see is I've a few things that I've learned in life that have really helped me avoid shitty situations. It's really helped me avoid shitty people. It's it's helped me avoid situations that I didn't have the perspective to avoid. Does that make sense? I didn't have the perspective at the time to avoid situations. And so now I see the situation as... How do I listen to my intuition that's deeper than the details to avoid negative situations? You ever know something's wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on it? You're like, I don't know if I should be in this store. And you leave. I had a friend who did this once. It's like it's some one of my friends. It's like an older lady who lives in California. Somebody that me and my buddy like lived with when we were writing music there. And uh, I just remember her... Um, I remember her telling me she left a McDonald's. That's just a weird story. And she was teaching a group and she said, we have to go. And she stood up and left. And like five minutes later, they robbed the McDonald's. And I don't look at that situation as if, if what she's saying is true or false. I look at it as if that situation within the grand scheme of reality is possible. True or false and for what reasons it would or wouldn't be. If I've seen other examples of that, who knows? And so there's plenty of times in life where I feel like I should have said no to a deal or no to a job or no to a friendship or no to a relationship. And my intuition was like, no, 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 like the whole time. And I was like, but my brain can't think of a logical reason to say no to this or that cause and effect based thinking. So I know that it's going to do the same thing for you. And if not, that'd be weird because that means you're so special that's what that what has worked for every single person on the planet and has become our kind of culture of seeing our existence doesn't apply to you. So yes, that would be super fucking weird. Surprise me if you want to. Awesome. But here goes. When you are emotionally and spiritually weak, meaning your immediate perception. When you are emotionally and spiritually weak, you make yourself susceptible to being influenced. They even say in sales and government sales, increased pain increases suggestibility. The more psychological, spiritual suffering you are in, the easier you are to manipulate. And the question is, to what degree, to what perspective could you be manipulated? Because if we look at emergent intelligence, and in particular, psychological emergent intelligence, which ends up coming out as a physical form as something like mm, our religions and textbooks and world religions, then that means that when you are psychologically weak, you are psychologically susceptible to psychological emergent intelligence that has a perspective beyond your perception. 
So it's when you're spiritually weak that the devil comes to you and says, here's your options, choose. It's when you're spiritually weak. It's when you're emotionally weak. It's when your soul is weak. It's when you cannot go. It's when your soul feels weak. That that suffering makes you suggestible. I've had salespeople, the type of smart people who'd be into this stuff, tell me directly, hey, I've had problems with this, this, and this, and I know for a fact that entity possession exists. I've seen them, I've felt them, I've experienced them. So we all may be interfaced with reality in a completely, entirely different way. But these people are trying to say something. They're trying to say something. And we got to listen to them. We got to give them the benefit of the doubt and at least understand what's behind the curtain, not have so much perception and have a little bit of perspective. And perspective would tell you there's such thing as emergent intelligence in all of nature. There's absolutely no reason for there not to be emergent intelligence in psychology. That being said, increased suffering increases suggestibility. Your degree of spiritual suffering and not spiritual attunement with yourself makes you susceptible to entity possession. Meaning being brought in places in life that you would rather not go. That's all I'm going to leave that at. So, is the puppet or the puppet master the cause or effect? With all these people that are getting controlled by the people above them with their puppet strings, and then the people above them who are controlling them with their puppet strings, is the demon causing them to do it, or are they giving you know, leeway to the demon? It's the age-old question. Is the slave or the slave, slave master at fault for the enslavement by the slave master of the slave? How do we know? How do we know the answer to that question? What we can say is that there's emergent intelligence. Suffering increases suggestibility. And sometimes systems work from the bottom up and up down at the same time. So when I see this picture of the people in the crowd, controlled by the people on the suits on the stage, controlled by the demon above it, I see that as a archetypal symbol of low vibration energy. I don't see it as like, oh no, the demon's going to get us. I see it as like, maybe you're a part of the demon a little more than you think. Maybe there's a part of you that's allowed yourself to be susceptible I want to say someone gets freaking cancer or someone gets sick. Oh, it's your fault because you were in low vibration. Not that. We're saying emotionally, spiritually, psychologically. Entity possession in these things are something I believe in. I believe... That people, when, when we make ourselves spiritually weak, 
we invite the presence of negative energy. And we're susceptible to it. So the worst parts of who I am were created in my most weak susceptible times where I had to make some form of demon, real or perceived, psychologically speaking. I'm being metaphorical here. I hope you understand this is a part of the... This is perspective. This isn't my immediate perception. And so the times in our life where we made the weakest parts of ourselves that we believe are strong are our shadow, so to speak. It's not bad to have a shadow. However, it's those times we were weak where we said, I will make the devil friends with me so that I can have strength. And he leads you off a fucking cliff. You know what? I'll do it. It leads you right off the fucking cliff. So we don't want to project weakness into the world. We don't want our perception of ourselves to be weak. We don't want the perception of life to be weak. It needs to be abundant and filled with love and filled with gratitude. And it's not that you're running from the devil. There's no chase. Choose to stop. The devil's not chasing you. You're not running from the devil. You're not fixing yourself. You're not broken. None of those things are true. The cycle continues because you choose to continue the cycle. There's suffering that's necessary, and there's suffering that is unnecessary. And I'm telling you as human beings, the type of suffering that we worry about, are anxious about, and think about all the time is primarily psychological. So you psychologically suffer you will be manipulated by the outside world. And there's no bounds to how low you can go with that. There's no bounds to the depth of hell and where you can be pulled to. And so are you running from the devil? Running from hell's gates? Nah, you could hang out there if you wanted to and not even be touched. And it wouldn't matter. You could hang out in the bottom of the ocean at the bottom of the darkest pit in the sea. You'd probably find a light all the way at the bottom of it. However, you can choose to stop the cycle. And when you choose to stop the cycle, you no longer give permission to entity possession. Uh, it does feel a little bit strange saying that. I'm making, I'm mixing a million concepts from the world into one thing. That's my perception. I'm not God. I don't own perspective. This is my perception based off of what I've learned. Make yourself spiritually strong. As far as the word matter, M-A-T-T-E-R, it's the only thing that matters to us.